The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus spoke to his disciples, As the days of Noah were, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in those days before the flood they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day Noah entered the ark, and they knew nothing until the flood came and swept them all away so too will be the coming of the Son of Man. Then two will be in the field, one will be taken and one will be left. Two women will be grinding meal together, one will be taken and one will be left. Keep awake, therefore, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake. Therefore, you must and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore, you also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, just a word of thanks for everybody uh, who had supported our Flying Fathers there event and are supported us with your prayers there this past week. Uh, we played Monday and Tuesday in Thorold, Ontario and Niagara Falls and then Leamington, Bell River, Thursday and Friday. We won all four games with a, uh, a record high score of 22 goals last night. So there we go. <laughs> Part of the 22 goals was literally a touchdown, which counts for six goals uh, at that point there. We reserve that when the opposing team gets close uh, to kind of seal the deal. Part of what I enjoy touring with the Flying Fathers the last uh, few years, at least 2018 and 2019 when we restarted them again, is hearing the stories of the founding fathers of the Flying Fathers, the priest who started the group. Father Vaughn Quinn from Detroit, Michigan was known as Detroit Street Priest. He would go out late in the nights in the 1960s and 70s and pick up those who were drunk or on drugs from the streets and bring them to help and to safety all on his own. When we had Father Les Costello as well, who the former Maple Leaf, who won the Stanley Cup with the Maple Leafs in 1948-49 season. And after that season, at 22 years old, on the top of his game, winning the championship Stanley Cup with a bright future in the National Hockey League in front of him, decides to leave to become a priest. He never talked about that decision to anybody in the media or people who wanted to interview him. He would just kind of say, yeah, 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 we'll make a time to meet later on, but would never be interviewed. So the only people who know kind of the inner story of what was going on in this man's heart, as a young man on top of the world, really, of Canadian world anyway, right? A hockey champion and championship and so forth, how and why a person would make such a decision. And this week I heard because number three on the ice, Father John McPherson from Halifax, Nova Scotia, he's the senior member of the Flying Fathers team, he's 58 years old, and so uh, he played with the original group of priests. And he said, Father Les only once told them why he had done so and what was going on in his heart. And he said after winning the Stanley Cup and seeing how much training and travel was involved in the life of a professional hockey player, he simply felt that he was wasting his time here on earth. 
it really struck me, thinking, how would we, how would we, why would he think that? Wasting time, not at all. Look at the good you'd be doing. He'd be a role model for young people and so forth. But he just figured all of the time that was spent in the training and the practices and the travel, he could be doing other things to help others. This isn't to say that any professional athlete is wasting their time, not, not at all. But for him personally, God was desiring something different, another way to help others, and that was through the gift of the priesthood. Advent is all about a reflection of time. Whether we're wasting time or using time productively, time is something that we deal with each and every day, knowingly or unknowingly. And Advent, that time of almost urgent waiting, as we heard in the opening prayer today, that we're resolving to run forth to meet Christ with righteous deeds at his coming. So there's a sense of an urgent waiting that happens each and every Advent. It's one of the most important seasons in the liturgical year because our whole life is one Advent, right? Our whole life is one waiting to meet the Lord when he calls us home. The last few weeks, we've had a few funerals where a person has died unexpectedly. And that, whole, that changes the quality of grief all so much when there is that unexpectedness character. But all of us are going to face that hour and that moment in which Jesus calls us home and we face him and we are welcomed into God's heavenly kingdom. So our whole life is one big waiting, one big advent. And each and every year, God gifts us with four weeks to really kind of hone in on our waiting skills, on our understanding of time. Maybe we, like Father Les, feel like we're wasting some time that we could better serve, maybe with others, maybe in prayer, deepening our faith, reaching out to those in need. But the present moment is really unbearable unless we answer that question to its meaning. How am I spending my life? What is my purpose? What is the Lord asking of me? Whether I'm old or young, whether I'm at one season in life or a different one, a good time or a bad, sickness or in health, whatever we're at, that we have to answer that question about how we're dealing with the present moment. Because if we don't find meaning in the present moment, it truly will become unbearable. That's what we experience when we're sick or in the hospital, right? That's why it feels like the time is dragging on or we lose our sense of time when we're ill or going through a period of suffering of some kind. Because the present moment, we're trying to find meaning in all of this. We're trying to find our purpose. We're looking for any sign of improvement of health or a better diagnosis or the next appointment or the next week, whatever it might be. And so the answer to that present moment is so crucial. And for us, the answer is that Christ is coming, not just in history at the first Christmas that we will celebrate on December 25th, not just at the end of time in his second coming when he comes to create a new heaven and a new earth, not just when he calls us to our own second coming, when he calls us home personally at the hour of our death, but in this very present moment. And that's the beautiful gift of the sacrament of the Eucharist. It's the sacrament of Christ's coming. He's coming to be with us, to dwell in, with us, and to be received into our bodies in Holy Communion. And so Advent happens, that urgent waiting each and every time we come to celebrate Mass. Another theme that we hear in our readings today is that of sleep, awake or sleep. And this helps us as well with that whole understanding of the present moment and time. A good chunk of our life is spent sleeping, and rightly so. There's that good quality of sleep. It regenerates us. It allows us to rest. It's part of our life's rhythm and 
the created world that God had done. He also can intervene in our sleep like he did with St. Joseph through the message of the angel and Joseph of the Old Testament. So that's the positive side of sleep. God created us this way, needing rest and sleep day and night. But then the Bible also focuses, like in the readings today, the second reading in the gospel, of a negative side of sleep as a metaphor for darkness of sin and also for laziness and sloth in regard to the things of God. And so Advent calls us to wake up, fling off the night, to be alert to the fact that the Lord asks of something of us here and now in the present moment. He's asking a response of us this year as well. And to kick everything off before things get really busy in the month of December as Christmas approaches, we have our parish mission here at Good Shepherd. Father Danny Santos will be here, whom you know very well, on Tuesday and Wednesday of this week for an evening parish mission, 6.30 p.m. both nights. And it's a great way to give God some time as we begin this important Advent season, to give him some time in order to allow us to grow in faith. Maybe if we're falling into that spiritual laziness and that sleep and that darkness or struggle with sin, to help us fling those things off and turn to the Lord, and also to be alert to the present moment of Christ's coming, especially in the sacraments. As we are still welcoming people back to church, we still have that sense of that great gift of the need to come in person to receive the Lord Jesus in Holy Communion in the Eucharist, because that's the best way we can prepare ourselves for the Christmas season, is receiving in Him the way in which He comes to us today at the altar. <laughs>